You're listening to Mostly Technical, which is brought to you by Lair Jobs, the official Laravel job board, and Screencasting.com, where you can learn how to create high-quality screencasts faster than ever. Now, Ian and Aaron. Hello. Hello, sir. How we doing? Good. Hanging in. Busy, busy. Hell no. Hanging in. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. I forgot. What I Does this count? I don't know. I feel like podcast, different, different environment. But Yeah, uh, I guess. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with in, I'm gonna hit you with a man hanging in. Okay, Just, give me oh, oh man, all right. Oh so uh give it to us. Yeah. Give it to us. Sit down. Uh, I got a diagnosis. Uh, or I got a confirmation of a diagnosis I already had, and that is rheumatoid arthritis. Right. What? Crazy. So why? Weird. Like that like, is a mostly in older people, mostly in women, yeah. like very yeah. weird. So here's the deal. A couple of things. One. Yeah. One is I already have type one diabetes. I was lucky enough to get that at age 20. Oh, uh, so wow, this is not that. Okay. Yeah, this is not my first uh, autoimmune surprise. Um, mm. So it is possible. Like, apparently they say once you have one, you're more likely to get another, which is just like. Mm, that doesn't seem fair, right? Why don't we spread the love just a little bit? <laughs> we like, don't like that. Yeah. No, I already know what it's like. Give somebody else a chance. So that that's a thing. Um, and then the the weird part is like there's this blood test for rheumatoid arthritis, and mine has continued to come back negative. Hmm. Right? Weird. Maybe just because you're not that far along with it or i don't the, know, I don't know so about, i have no idea this is like this is why i went to the second i went and got a second opinion because yeah. the first one was just like yeah it's not all of this stuff so it's rheumatoid arthritis and i was like hmm right. that seems a little fishy to me doesn't it right and checking on that yeah. yeah so i went to the second one and she was like, um, yeah, it's definitely rheumatoid arthritis. It's like, what the heck? Okay. So apparently in like 20% of the cases, this marker doesn't show up. And right. so that's like a thing. But mm. I'm going to I'm going to hit you with some woo. So pr- brace yourself okay. for some woo woo here. Okay. Oh, you, you can, right. Yeah. We'll see if I'm in denial or if I'm like a okay. genius. Um, I like it. And if I'm in denial, tell me I'm a genius. Um, so <laughs> here's here's the deal. The timing, yeah. the timing seems a little suspect to me. I'm going to be honest. Okay. Right? right. So the first time we had twins, uh, about this time into mm-hmm. into the twins being alive, uh, I got a herniated disc and was in bed for a couple weeks until I had surgery. Right. Couldn't walk. Okay. It was terrible. Right. That seems this like a time, one, though. Like they they operated on you, so that seems like operated. it was a real thing. Yes, okay. it was a real it was a real thing. This time, same same time, you know, a couple couple months in. I think we're right. let's see, you know, we're just past two. We're maybe at two and a half months, something like that. I get this okay. friggin' I get this rheumatoid arthritis out of the blue. Yep. So here's the woo. Here's mm. the woo. The woo is it's all made up. It's all in my head. <laughs> Okay. So here, here, here's, yeah, here's, here's the best. So I'm currently, I'm currently, I'm, everyone listening is like, this poor guy is so far up denial. It's it's crazy. (laughs) So no, 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 no. Yeah. There's, there's some pseudoscience to back it up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm currently trying to crush the arthritis in my mind vice. Uh, I don't know. Do you have, have you ever watched 30 rock? 
I mean, I did forever ago, but I can't say I watched all of them. Even though I oh, like it. man. Know. 30 Rock is so good. 30 Rock is, is my good. fall asleep show. So I love I'll put it, I'll, you know, I'll put it in, in, in a headphone and fall asleep. There is a there is a bit in 30 Rock where Alec Baldwin, who plays this like over the top conservative, uh, you know, right. American male uh, executive, right. hysterical, executive, hysterical. Right, yeah. And Liz Lemon, who is Tina Fey, Liz Lemon. um plays like this liberal writer of basically SNL. So freaking funny. And Liz is talking about having to go to therapy. And Jack Donaghy says, uh, give me your burdens, Liz, and I will crush them with my mind vice. <laughs> he, like, he like doesn't believe in therapy and he just crushes everything right. in his mind. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm right. doing with rheumatoid like arthritis. It. I'm, I'm crushing it plan. in my mind vice. Yeah. Yes, so foolproof it. plan so far. So, right. You know, I tweeted about this and was like, hey, this sucks. I'm super bummed out. I have rheumatoid arthritis. A yep. bunch of people, super nice, reached out and were like, you know, try being a vegan. Try eating steak only. Try not eating right. anything. And I'm like, ah, wow, that's really the gamut of things, isn't it? It does. And... Going down that road, it's hard. I've been down that road. It's a hard yeah. road. Like, there's a lot of, like, conflicting evidence and whatever. It's a whole nother path of stress and the sure. hard part is the hard part is in most cases everyone has like either a first or second party uh experience to support it so they're right. like i went vegan and it cured all my stuff and someone else is right. like i ate only steak for a year and it cured all my stuff and you're like shit yep. that sucks right. <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm receiving all of this feedback and i'm like oh this is all you know a helpful helpful to understand the universe of possibilities yeah um Philo Hermans, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Philo got the guy with good hair. Livewire. Yeah, yeah Livewire yeah. guy. Yeah. Philo uh, tweeted at me and said, like, hey, this all seems a little suspect. Like, I remember the first time you had twins, you had the back thing. And now, you know, you're working all the time. You're in your max effort era. And now out of nowhere, yeah. you get this diagnosis. And I'm like, yeah, that's been my thinking, too. Well, we haven't actually talked about it, really. But I also agree it's. It's suspicious a little bit. It's suspicious. I don't right? even know right? about the other thing, but even right? even just in this thing, it's suspicious because I know you're under like tremendous stress. Tremendous. Like, even you come off as not being yeah necessarily looking stressed, right? But like yeah. it's all a facade. I know it's, it's all everybody a facade. Knows it's a facade yeah, because you have you have twins <laughs> and you have more twins coming and you're in max and effort. Everything, era, everything so costs a million dollars. Yeah. Yes. Right. I'm yeah, under yeah. I'm under tremendous amounts of stress. One time, I think a few weeks ago. Right. I said out loud to myself, there was no one else in the room. I said out loud, I think I'm at about <laughs> peak stress right now. <laughs> I said, I think I was in, I was in the, in the apartment by myself. And I said, I think this is about as much stress as I can handle. <laughs> right, right. So everything's fine. I'm doing great. Everything's right. awesome. Sure. Uh -huh. So, so Philo says, uh, it seems suspect to me. If you're open to something like a little more, you know, out there, a little more woo woo, I would recommend you look at uh, Dr. John Sarno and okay. his book, Healing Back Pain. And I was like, mm. you know oh, what? This, this, this came up. This came up when I had back pain. You know, I, I actually mm. have the book. I just never read it. Went and got surgery instead. You know, classic right. American. And right, right. so the, the, the theory, the theory that that feel and then Philo and I talked on the phone for like an hour. Um, mm. Super, super helpful. Great guy. Talked on the phone for like an hour. And the basic theory behind it is um, your brain is trying to protect you from difficult emotions, particularly anger. And so it mm. like it basically 
creates this pain in your body, this physical manifestation of pain so that you don't address mm. these anger emotions. Right. And I was like, man, that is really interesting. Mm. And he told me his story. Philo has a story about how he like was in this random physical pain and went to hospitals and had, you know, injections and all this stuff. And then yep. went through this, this Dr. John Sarno thing. And like, he's pain free now. I'm like, wow, isn't that something? Yeah. Well, okay, so I'll stop there, and then I'll tell you how I'm crushing it in my mind vice. But you tell me, like, okay. <laughs> it's out there. It's, it's like wild. The yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So have you? So are you, well, I guess are you going to read the book and try the techniques, or what are you thinking there? Or you have a different plan based on? This um, general so idea? I have, I have like the the beginner's guide to um, Dr. John Sarno from Philo. So I got the download from mm -hmm. him. The right. book. Actually, may I just saw an Amazon notification. The book may have been delivered. I bought it the first time around, and then it's I got coming. surgery, and I was like, I healed my back pain, so I'm throwing this book away. Right. Um, so, <laughs> oops, messed up there. Um, so the book is coming, right. and then I will read that and and apply the the techniques there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I think your mind is very powerful, right? Like people don't, especially in the modern era where we have all these distractions and like technology and everything like you don't think about that stuff and we have medicine and all that so i'm definitely a believer in that your mind can cause all sorts of weird and wonderful things mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean it seems reasonable i think definitely like dealing with stress like this is where i mean def you know i kind of had my max effort era if you will kind of a little younger than you but like in that general ballpark and yep. had a lot of weird stuff and some of most of it ended up having ultimately some causes but it was a combination of like things i was doing to myself effectively yeah. like whether it's like eating bad or too much caffeine or things like that where it's like causing issues in other ways that seem unrelated until you like right. figure it out which always takes forever um but still, like, just the stress coming out is all part of that right like you're the stress feeds into all that because like yes. you're stressed so you're like well i gotta stay up late so i'm drinking more coffee or like i'm stressed so i'm doing this shortcut or i'm not taking care of myself yep. or i'm eating like mcdonald's every day or whatever right like all those Love things mcdonald's that you end up doing to yourself because you're stressed and then have adverse effects on you, which don't aren't easily determined so directly because they're kind of, you know, you wouldn't think they're connected. Um, so yeah, I think like whether it's like therapy, I mean, I was in a therapist in that range and that was super helpful, even if it's just to like help get through it, even just mm -hmm. actually for that, forget if it even like cures you, but like doing things right. like that is just useful to help get you through. Um, another thing that me and my wife, did and did heavily back then and even now still do we actually just did it last night is uh transcendental meditation which sounds Whoa, all like really but it's really just it's is that like PM seen out of your third awesome. eye what like, is transcendental meditation no it's a, all you do all it is is um so i know you might have heard of like um oh what do they call it there's like a more popular one kind of around the internet of meditations where like you focus on your breathing i forget the word yeah. for right now but i don't like that type myself uh the tm meditation is just you have a mantra and you just say it to yourself over and over and you just clear your mind so like wow. thoughts come into your mind you keep saying the meditation thoughts come in your mind you keep saying the meditation you have like 20 minutes and it's like unbelievable how powerful it is like uh it's crazy like you feel so much better after you do it um so yeah so there's even things like that that you Whoa. know whether they cure things or they just help you get through are actually super useful um but yeah i don't i think that this is, seems like a reasonable approach for you to be trying because like there's no downside and right there's no downside uh, you know if it chills you out that's great or if it fixes it that's even better right so um so so far it sounds good so what's with your mind vice 
end of this. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I told Jennifer, man, I'm transcendental meditation. Am I going to become a woo guy? That sounds interesting. I'll have it's, to. What, what? Let me tell you, it's 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 pretty life changing. Like I, I just did it literally yesterday. So I don't do it. We used to do it like every day. Uh-huh. And that was awesome. And I, we should do it every day still. We don't do it every day. But like just yesterday, I woke up early. I was exhausted. I didn't sleep all the night before. I took my son skiing. We went skiing. So we've talked about that before. Drag yeah, all the yeah, shit, yeah. whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Fun. Ski down the mountain all day, tired. Drive home an hour and 40 minutes, whatever. Fine. I get home. It's like 7 o'clock. I'm just like delirious. And so I'm like, I don't want to go to bed at 7 o'clock. Like, and whatever. It's, I'm not even going to be able to sleep anyway. It's too yeah. much commotion in the house. Yeah, and it's embarrassing. So we just did a nice little TM, 20 minutes. I mean, I was totally restored. Like I stayed what? up at night. I was like, I'm fine. What? Yeah, it's it's great. Is your really um is your mantra a secret? They kind of when you get the lesson, like we did a class in it. It's like a couple nights or whatever. You go take a class, um, and they give it to you, and it's like this is your secret mantra or whatever. It's not like oh, they gave it to you. There's like 20 of them. Yeah, they give you the mantra, which is kind of cool because it takes Whoa. it off of you. Yeah, yeah. Like they give you the mantra, and uh, I mean whatever. I'm sure you. This listen. I'm not in the like. Uh, I think you could do anything with this, right? And it would probably work fine. But I do think the class was useful just in that there's just like some reinforcement of like that. Listen, these thoughts are going to come in your brain as you're doing this and like not to get upset about it and not to feel like you're failing at it. Like that's the whole point. So they kind of just walk you through the basic. I mean, it's super simple. There's nothing to do. You just sit there with your eyes closed, say the mantra Um, and thoughts come into your head all the time and you push them back out with the mantra. And that's just how it goes. But there's like crazy huh. stuff. So this kind of along the lines with your pain. Yeah. So you're sitting there, you're doing the mantra, right? Whatever. Yeah. Like after 20 minutes, like you will start hearing like your back creak and stuff. Like as your muscles loosen, like your body is like shifting and creaking because of like all the stress that's just like released by you doing what? this and not thinking. It's crazy. Like you're sitting, and that actually will be distracting because I'm like sitting there and it's like crack, crack. Like I'm literally just sitting still, but it's just like as your muscles loosen, like that's what happens and so oh man it's, it's this is powerful. the wildest thing yeah it's cool it's like free and easy and whatever i mean i would take the class i would recommend the class but i'm sure there's eight billion like YouTube on- videos on yeah, it yeah is like, it like an online class or or what yeah i think the, the place we did it was we did it in person like this is like 10 or 15 years ago now but um but i'm sure there's online classes whatever i think the place we went to does online classes like so we, i can send that yeah. over but uh and again i'm sure there's other million class this is not like this is a pretty widely known thing yeah um so it's out there and there's there's definitely classes but you could totally do it online it's not like being in person didn't really add anything like it's walking through it online would be fine interesting but yeah it's, it was really good oh man i'm gonna become such a woo guy you guys y'all you're are gonna be prepared. on all yeah I'm you're gonna, gonna have all kinds woo. of special oh, rocks yes, and stuff exactly. like that yeah the salt energy uh crystals like this will be awesome yeah, I'll I'm be gonna have, I'm gonna have sage and I'm gonna be smudging the room before I start working <laughs> to remove the bad uh, energy. Wow. Okay. So, all right. Good to know. We'll look that up. Yep. Uh, yep. The mind vice. I told Jennifer yes. I'm I'm crushing my pain in the mind vice, and she was mm-hmm. like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a bad idea, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Like, are you addressing the things, or are you just crushing right. them? And I was like, "Oh no, 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 no. I'm you know I'm I'm addressing all of the things. It's just like a you know it's a shorthand. I'm crushing it in my mind vice." Um, <laughs> So the first thing I did was I like went to coffee shop and mm. sat outside with my notepad. I have like 
uh i really like these amazon basics eight and a half by maybe 14 maybe they're legal size pads uh, mm-hmm. uh yellow yellow lined notepads and i just write everything I love a yellow notepads. Pad. it's great oh man it's so great you you fold them over the top you don't tear them off you fold them over and then you write down you mm-hmm. fold the next page over it just looks so professional so mm-hmm. i went to i went to the coffee shop and i just wrote down everything that i could possibly even think that i was like angry about and angry is like a Mm. weird word because i'm like i don't feel angry but like maybe the word frustrated is more accurate so i just wrote down Mm. everything i i felt like i was frustrated about and i just kept going and going and going and like there was some sort of like uh, you know unburdening of that um and that was nice and then since then i've done that again i went to barnes and noble like a bookstore it's like amazon but in person mm. and i just yeah. i got a coffee and sat oh, down there heard of this. yeah it's crazy right. uh got a coffee <laughs> sat down there you know wrote everything down again mm-hmm. and like that felt really good and then i'll lay in bed at night before like as i'm falling asleep and i'll put on uh in my headphones explosions in the sky have you ever listened to them no i don't know that it's uh it's a it's like a instrumental only band for the most part. Mm. And it's real like ethereal and, you know, kind of like right. it kind of builds and kind of intense. Yeah. It's like, this is, mm. oh, it's making me feel things. And so I'll listen to explosions in the sky and like run through, okay, these are all the things that I'm trying not to address. Let me like bring them up and acknowledge them and like mm. try to try to not keep them buried. So, right. It's not really crushing in my mind vice. It's like healthy, you know, it's work, Uh, but it's way cooler to say I'm crushing it. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, that's where I'm at so far. I do have a a counselor that I've seen over, you know, many, many years for many various things. Um, And I'll probably schedule a few sessions with him just to like talk and see if there's anything that comes out. Yeah. See if there's anything that comes out through that. But that's the plan right now. So. I don't know if I'm in in denial or if I'm optimistic or some like mix of both, but I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to see if there's a mental aspect to this. Yeah, I think that's great. Is there like a course of treatment that you're supposed to be starting that then you're going to wait on or is that not a thing? Like, I have no idea uh, what type of treatment. Yeah, I'm, I'm before I got the final, before I got the second, uh, second opinion, I had started mm. a course of treatment. It's uh it's just terrifying drug methotrexate, I think, which is just like right. casually well, a chemotherapy. Names, yeah. yeah. Chemotherapy drug as well. So it's like, right. oh, it's, you know, you're just on a low dose of the chemo drug. And you're like, that doesn't make me feel any better. <laughs> so, right. uh, yeah, right. we'll see. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still on that. Um, and hopefully, hopefully everything will start to die down and I can cut back on some of the drugs eventually, but we'll see. Yeah. Well, I like that plan. Definitely. I think, I mean, worst case scenario is you just mentally feel better right so that's like that's great and if it actually helps then that's even better and yeah and it would be nice to get like a more yeah it's unfortunate they don't it's not that robust diagnosis of like yes here's the test you have it done like so now you have to live with that like little tickle in your mind of like well maybe it's all bs and like yep, i don't have exactly this we don't actually know so, yep. but yeah i definitely think it is suspicious i mean like i totally agree like just obviously you're in a tremendous amount of stress it's probably some of the most stress you'll ever be in in your whole life is happening right the at this most so, stress ever is right now right yeah which is then that creates its own stress right like i'm sure many people can relate to this but it's like 
if you just objectively look at your life, like if you are outside yourself looking at it, you're like, oh, you have like a good job and a beautiful wife and healthy kids and a house and a thing. And like, it's all like, yeah, that's not, that that's not stressful. Like in that way, right. You're like, oh, then you feel bad. You feel stressed about it. Cause like, obviously there's people who have nothing and they're homeless and yes, then you totally. drag yourself and you're like, oh, yep. that's terrible. Right. And, but, but that's not how the human brain works. Right. It's like, no, no it's no, all everybody relative. feels stress. And yes. Yeah. And you just make you, it's whatever you're in is stressful to you. And that's yes, just the way it is. Exactly. So, um, all right. Well, I like this plan. Now I'm a, I'm thumbs up on the woo woo. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep you posted and, on the uh, woo. A shot. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, thanks for the update here. Yeah. I think, uh, it's, you know, nice to share. I think it's, everybody's going through stuff, you know, and I think the internet a lot of times and Twitter makes it feel like, Oh, everybody's perfect and they make yeah. a lot of money and they're beautiful and they're whatever. They're the smartest dev in the world and this and that. And, uh, but everybody's got stuff going on. So, um, yeah. And I do, I do want to reiterate that. that a huge number of people reached out both publicly and privately and offered support and advice and their own like experiences. And it was, it was incredibly uh, encouraging. So if you're one of those yeah, people that, that reached a, out, that was, uh, that actually was helpful. So thank you. Yeah. That was an awesome, like, read there on twitter of everybody yeah. chiming in and a lot of other people who have rheumatoid arthritis who i had no yep. idea like people we know, know in the community and everything so um really really interesting there which is just great to have those connections if it turns out yep that's it nothing you do helps and that's then you now you know people you know in the community who have it exactly and what they're doing and all that yep. stuff so that's nice that's to not cool. feel alone so thank you yep. to everyone yep okay so all right where um, are we going next we got a couple things we got a follow-up we got a, a little topic I want to touch on quick. And then we got a bunch okay. of Laravel 11 stuff because we're recording this like an hour after Taylor gave his yep. keynote at Laracon EU. So we can touch on a bunch of that stuff there. Um, so I don't know. With, I, I don't have this mailbag. And so I want to read out what's on the card because it's hysterical. <laughs> you and do have you access. Can, you just have a go. Ah, you know, access Whatever. and actually looking are different things. So <laughs> on, on the Trello card, it says Todd wiping follow up double wipe technique so i'm just i'm i'm already i'm already in so what is what does todd say you're all in on this yeah so todd emailed us i won't read the whole email but it's a nice email thank you todd um basically he hasn't tried your technique we're talking about the diaper wiping uh mm -hmm. issues which generated a lot people were quite interested in this whole <laughs> yeah. your your, your yeah, not, not a lot of people here. on my side but yeah go on not a lot but that's all right um <laughs> So Todd said that he he has moved to using two wipes so that okay. he has more surface area protection, mm -hmm. less chance of anything, you know, getting through the, his barriers. Right. Um, so which, you know, I've, I've done in the past, I think, when there was like a real situation, you know, yeah. and you got you need more protection um, and have a glove handy, for instance. But. I wonder what your thoughts are on that. Would you ever move to the double wipe or are you you're still comfortable? What, with what, would I would I ever always? I am I'm unlimited. Okay. <laughs> There's a, there are no restrictions on plus wipes. Many wipes. A glove plus well, unlimited wipes. Yes. Okay, well, I think there's a difference. Not it's not about multiple wipes to clean the situation up, which I think everybody's on board with. This is to okay. have two wipes uh per swipe, let's say, doubling mm. the layers of the wipes. Oh, so are you a double oh, layer oh. in addition to a glove, or are you? No, oh, obviously no, no, you, you no, no. often need multiple wipes just to yeah. finish up. What I'm, you're doing, I'm not a yeah, okay. A double so I don't, I don't, of, I don't, of I don't do two wipes at once. But I'm also not a wipe right. conservationist. I'll, I'll just like, right. just give me more wipes, man. So yeah. yeah, okay, I see. 
Okay. Yeah, sing, single yeah, wipe so at he, a time, unlimited wipes sequentially, for sure. Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, the double wipe, I think, is fine. Like, I, I've used it when I needed it, but I think it's not quite the same as a glove either. It does no, not going to offer no, you of that level not. of protection. No. So, yeah. yeah. No. Um, uh, the, the other follow-up on my side is uh, yes. Ben, ben Holman sent me <laughs> a box of gloves and a wall mount <laughs> so that I the can, I can have... Yeah, the, <laughs> the wall is, mount the gloves the are funniest, interesting, but the wall mount the is The funniest so thing ever so I could, like, you know, run my, yeah. own, my own hospital box off the wall there. And that's hospital just... hospital there hysterical <laughs> so freaking funny so i i got it and i opened it up and was like there's no note there's no note and it's just a, a wall mount and a box of gloves and i'm just like what? <laughs> who in the world uh, so good job ben thank you so very good. much so good yes nice community out there they're just right on it these just guys. hysterical so good um all right Super Bowl predictions. We got to do it. We're not going to record again before the Super Bowl. I don't recall. Are you a sports ball guy or not a sports so ball guy? So here's literally all I know about the Super Bowl is that um, okay. Travis Kelsey is in it. Okay. That's <laughs> so coming literally Taylor Swift angle. That's coming from you. a Taylor angle. That's literally all I know. I don't right. know who the other team is. I know he plays okay. for the Chiefs. Okay. I do know that. <laughs> yes, um, he does. But beyond that, I couldn't tell you. So I'm going to go. I wow. think. I think the... Here's my prediction. Uh, Travis Kelsey mm. wins. That's my prediction. And the okay. reason the reason is for the W. It's, yeah. it's the it's the Lionel Messi story all over again. Like mm. the setup is too it's a perfect. Lot of setup. There, the, Very it's, good setup. It is too. Per- she's gonna fly back from Japan. He's gonna Flying win. Japan. He's gonna win the Super Bowl. They're gonna come down and listen. You're going to come down on the field. They're going to kiss high school cheerleader, quarterback. America is finally back. Yeah. They're going to get Wave married soon. They're going to get married right. soon. She's going to have a baby. <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, we should have babies. And it's going to be another baby boom. And <laughs> America, America the baby is boom, going right? to be back because Travis Kelsey like wins the Super Bowl. Yes. Wow, that's my prediction. That, that is a that yeah, that's a hell of a prediction. So sorry to the other really team, whoever it, whoever it may five. be. Yeah, yeah, that's the the San Francisco 49ers is the other mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they don't okay. have Taylor Swift on their side. They don't have no. Travis Kelsey on their side. They don't um, have God looking, on their looking side. Looking bleak for them, right? Yeah. Everybody's against them. Uh, yeah, wow. Okay. I so love, mine, mine's is, a technical analysis. Give me a fundamentals yeah. analysis. Give me like yeah. an actual yeah. earnings per share analysis, not just like a but, chart read. <laughs> If I may sidetrack us for a moment, did you see last night Taylor Swift announced a new album? She did. Which is Yeah, the yes. uh, so Something Poets Society album. or Poets Department. Yes, the... Uh, oh, geez, Disaffected, an outcast, was, Something uh, Poets Department. Uh, oh, man. Something Poets Department. Jennifer oh, screaming at the, at the podcast that I can't come up with. Oh, uh, we got to... The Something Poets... The Tortured Poets Department. Tortured! Yes. The name is a little bit, it's a mouthful there, but well, I, it's a little like, yeah, I like the cover. Yeah. Um, I was on lo- on virtual line for 45 minutes last night buying the vinyl album for my daughter. So good for you. Um, yeah. I didn't know Shopify has this whole like cute thing to not wreck their own servers, I guess, for these. Big, oh, I didn't know uh, that either. These things. Good yeah, for them. So Way I to go Rails. Virtual line. Yeah. Rails doing it. Um, so are you calling Chiefs too? Yes. I'm calling Chiefs. I'm all about okay. the Chiefs. I think it's, yeah, I think it's. They're going to crush them. I think people, San Francisco, nah, I'm not feeling it. Don't have the experience. I don't think they've been pretty shaky no. the last, you know, end of the year and playoffs here and there. So I'm San all Francisco's in. So I'm over. Homes and my auto and the whole thing. I'm in. 
And okay. Taylor Swift, obviously. And so. Taylor Swift. The story is yeah, too good. Is. It's just, it's, it's too just good. too, it's, yeah, it's, it's impossible. That's to... why we got to go full conspiracy theory about how the NFL, you know, is orchestrating all this so that the best outcome. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't, Taylor Swift winning? you just have to think that there's some sort, they're not, nobody has talked about it in, you know, in the referee room, but there's some, like, there's some sense right. of like, this is the best thing for everyone involved, except for the 49ers. If like the chiefs win, right. everyone, everyone, the <laughs> NFL, like, everyone involved. It's all plausible deniability. Like nobody talks about it. We all just yes. know that this is what we have to do. Yeah. Yes, I exactly. Like there's a there's a nose scratch, there's an elbow nudge, but nobody's saying <laughs> nobody's saying a thing. But everyone knows it's better if uh, they win. I just think Mahomes he's too good in these big spots. He's too good. Kelsey's too good. They're just gonna they're not gonna make the mistakes. No. It's gonna be a big W for Casey. All right. Um, all right, let's do Laravel eleven then. Um we'll go maybe kind of smaller to bigger. Let me reorganize a little bit. Um well, this first one's kind of big. Like, wh- where are you on the config debate? Are you a config man? Are you a yeah. no config man? I guess to give a quick summary for people who don't know, Laravel 11 is going to remove the config folder. So there will be no configs, um, which I have some questions on in general. Uh, mm. And then you can restore them with the artisan command. Um, and otherwise, you can use like more environmental variables now for some of the things that mm-hmm. config used to do. So what do you think, sir? I'm of I'm of two minds about this. Um, first, first setting the stage is uh, this is opt in for well, rather this is for new applications only. If you have a Laravel 10 and you upgrade, right. nothing breaks. Don't whine about it. It's totally fine. Just live your life, right? So, <laughs> yeah. That that being said, I'm of two minds about this. I think this will make it a lot easier. I hesitate. It'll make it a lot less intimidating mm. for a newcomer to pick up the framework because I, okay. yeah, there are a lot of files you do, you know, composer new Laravel Laravel or, or Laravel new or whatever you do. And there are, there are a lot of files um, as, right. as somebody who's used Laravel for a long time. Don't even notice them. I just, I'm like, yeah, that's the con- right. config folder. There's a lot of config there. Yeah. Don't even see it. Right. Um, so I think that's a good thing. I think personally, I like, I like the config files. Um, I think you can get in a situation where you have a lot of packages that each want to publish their own config file where it gets a Mm -hmm. little bit, it gets a little bit overwhelming. And for that, I've always liked the, um, services.php, which is basically Mm. historically like the catch all, right? So you like, you put your postmark token there, you put your, uh, you know, Mandrill or whatever these Algolia, you put all your random yeah. crazy stuff in this right. services.php. Yeah. yeah. And so you don't end up with a, you know, postmark.php, which is just one, you know, array right. with one item in it. So yeah. I've liked that historically. So the new style, I think, is this fluent application builder um, where you basically, you know, it's like you chain off of app and then you do with middleware, with routes, with, right. you know, exception handling. I don't know if it's lack of familiarity, like, so I want to say this one's worse because I'm not used to it. But right. I, I, I like, I like being able to open 
you know, a, a folder or I'm sorry, a file and see all the middlewares stacked up and know, like, I'm going to put mine in in this part. Um, right. And I think I think the argument is that most people don't ever touch the middlewares at all, which is like, that's right. probably true. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little bit torn. I don't know if it's yeah. like hanging on to legacy or if the old thing is objectively better. Um, I don't think that's probably true. It's probably me feeling comfortable with the old thing. But right. I think once once I see it, once I play with it, and once I use like the fluent chaining methods, I'll be like, oh, this is totally fine. So I don't right. know. I, I'm not totally sold, but I understand the, the use case. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, the fluent app builder thing. I guess my only thing is like in like a big app, that seems like it's going to be potentially like massive, uh, which could be a little bit harder unwieldy like compared mm-hmm. to just everything's in different files and it's a little more you're focused on just that piece when you're in there but on the flip side that one i like better than the config removal i'd say mostly because it's also like then also my app is all in one spot like the bootstrapping of yeah. the app is like all here and so like when i know i have to deal with something bootstrapping the appy like now i can go there and that's yeah that's fair the central spot sort of um which i haven't used this i haven't that's my understanding of like seeing some screenshots and stuff. That's what I'm taking from it. So, uh, so I think I'm okay with that. And then the other, you know, in general, like to, to go against Taylor on any of these type of architectural Agreed. decisions, like I don't want to be that guy. Cause he's always, you know, he's really good with these things. Right. Yep. So we, we trust in Taylor and his, uh, taste. So, um, in general that I feel okay about that. I guess the config thing to me is, like it's kind of like read the docs like i feel like the configs like yeah. infinite number of times i've gone to a config and figure out what's going on and so i guess then my only concern is like are the where do you do that now and so is it like presumably the laravel based con- like laravel's own configs the documentation will be updated to like every potential configuration item will now be actually documented because i think that's mm-hmm. not really true now down to the granular level of like literally everything and also I think you would need some kind of new kind of pages basically too, where like, here's a list of all the things you can put in the environment. Right. So that there's a way to look that stuff up without having to find it in the doc somewhere and things like that. So there's a little like questions like that I have around like the documentation and finding things and understanding what's even possible. Just making sure you can still do that because now you can't just go look at the config and kind of see that. Um, I think so. I'm not worried about that with Laravel because obviously, like, they're going to just be on top of it and it'll all be documented well, however that shakes out. I do think with packages, maybe it's a little bit more iffy. Like, sometimes, like, the package, like, the the docs are in the config file. It's like, here's right. how you, yeah, what totally. this does, right? And, like, um, now, like, if that's not there, or obviously it could be published there, right? I, I guess I feel like in the end, everybody's going to have a config folder. I don't know yeah. if there's really going to be a lot of apps with no config folder. Because I think as soon as you use a couple packages, you're probably going to have a config folder. So I don't know. But I guess it's like that first run experience is just that tiny bit cleaner, um, which I guess is fine. But I'm, I'm a big config man, so I yeah. do like the configs. But I think the timing is probably right. The timing is right because people, I think people are starting to explore Laravel more. Like people outside the community are starting to right. explore Laravel more. And so the mm-hmm. timing's probably good for that to like simplify and streamline so yeah. that they don't come in and immediately eject because they're overwhelmed. So right. you know, we, we trust that in Taylor. There. Trust in Taylor. That's kind of yeah. the shorthand version of that. Um uh oh, okay. So we have the moving of like your console stuff to the routes file. 
which I really like this. I don't know how you feel about that, but I don't like having to go up into the kernel. It just feels like weird to have to go up there. It's like, I don't ever go in that folder, but now I have to go in there and change something and I don't even know where it is. Love the basically. kernel. Um, so give me a, Oh, you love the kernel, so you're not love a console routes the kernel now. Okay. Nope. Love the kernel. Oh, interesting. Love that it's called the kernel. Makes me feel like a real <laughs> makes good, me feel like a, a real name. developer. Yeah, we're like, really oh, yeah, programming the, here. We're yeah, firing rockets. The, yeah. It's in the console kernel. Not no no, not right. the HTTP kernel, <laughs> the console kernel. Uh, yeah, that's a little bit of a problem there too. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. Um I love it. I love it. I like I like that it's over there. I like that it's a discrete place. I don't think of the CLI entry point as a form of a route. I just don't think of it that mm, way. The the yeah. word in my mind, the word route is strictly bound to web. And so yeah. whenever I'm on the command line, I don't think of it as a route. And so having yeah. it in the routes, what, what is it now? Routes console? Is that where it goes? Uh, yes, routes yep. console. Don't like it. Don't like it one bit. Anti. Right. It's a no. It's a no on that. Okay. I'm All a right. no. I don't know if you. I don't think there's a way out. I don't know if there's a way out on that one either. Oh, I mean, it must be backwards compatible. I guess. I'm not surely, sure. surely it is. Yeah. I, I bet true. you. That might not be I true. Bet you, you have to the, look at two spots. I don't know. I kind of think it's not backwards compatible. My guess. My guess is that the mm. new uh, console kernel looks for the routes console.php and loads them from there. We'll just. That's my guess. Them, the little magic internal. A there. little bit of indirection. But I bet mm. because you have to imagine if you upgrade from 10 to 11, you're not you're not killing the console kernel. You're probably just not publishing. You're probably just not publishing the user land. I don't think so. No way. No way. No, I bet the base. I bet the base console kernel just looks mm. for the console routes, the, the routes slash console. That's my guess. All right. Well, we will see. That'll be interesting. We'll see. Um. We're, bound, we're going through here. Uh, eager loading limits. You're a database man. What do you think about yeah. eager loading limits? <laughs> is this a Stoudemire? Is that who did that? I don't know. I don't even know who that is. So I don't that's know. the guy that that's the guy that does all the wacky, eloquent relationships. He's, he's down like, in there. okay, yeah, he's like the eloquent, the the, the wacky, eloquent genius. Uh, right. I don't even know his real name, <laughs> but it's Stoudemire. So I think all the package names. Um, it's great. Haven't super had a need for that very often. Um, yeah. but I love that. I love that you're able to do that. So if you want to load, you know, a post with five comments and not potentially, you know, 250 comments. Great. I think that's awesome. And the fact that the fact that somebody is willing to muck around with eloquent and improve it, right. that, that <laughs> ter terrifying, you know, thousands and thousands of lines of code and still yep. make it work. I'm like, hell yeah, that's awesome. So I don't know. Is, is that something you need very often? Um, I don't think so in general um but this one i kind of want to ask you about this too because it's like so i being uh you know having been around for a while i still being tend advanced to think, in years is what I'm you're looking for in years here <laughs> i still tend to think i'm very sql oriented in my thinking yep. about yep. the databases about queries like it's hard for me to be i'm just i'm not all the way onto active record like i like Oof, active record okay. and i use it everywhere okay. right but at the same time like okay. if i have something more complicated to do i have a hard time thinking about like okay i gotta get this relationship and i gotta do yep. this thing with it and i'm gonna have to look up how to do the thing to make the relationship do the other thing i need you're to just do. dropping like, down whereas like i know if i can I just do it in sql and like I, I mean i don't you know i'll use like the db whatever uh you know um facade or whatever but like yeah. yeah i'll go through there and like 
Not always. It depends exactly. You know, this is very particular on the situation, but almost always my first thought will be, this is how I would do it with a mm. regular SQL query. And then depending on what I'm doing, I might backwards uh, bring that into Eloquent and be like, okay, sure. well, how would I do this in Eloquent, right? And so I'll do that. Um, but I guess, where are you on that? Are you an Eloquent first man? Is that where you go to first? And you're like, it's all in there. You can see it all in your brain or do you go to SQL first in your brain? I am an eloquent first man being being okay, less advanced, being less advanced in years. Yeah. I think I think You've purely more of your in, career in there. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I think purely from an eloquent first standpoint. And I I think this is like there's the uh, there's the person like you that see, thinks SQL first. And then there's the person that right. thinks elo- eloquent only, which I think is a problem if you think. I don't know what it's generating under the hood. I'm just doing these eloquent calls. That's bad news bears. I think, I think you can be, you can be incredibly productive and still performant. If you know what is the, the SQL underlying SQL is, but still know how to drive eloquent to make that thing happen. And that's, that's where I like to be is I'm like, I don't, I don't want to drop down honestly into the base builder, the, the DB facade. I, I, rarely right. ever want to do that that that's i'm trying to avoid that unless yeah. unless i'm not populating unless i'm not populating models in which case i feel like oh I'll, i can drop down but if i'm like trying to bring models back and popular right. trying to bring rows back to populate models then i'm like oh i don't want to i don't want to drop down i want to use pure active yeah. record in that case so that's yeah. all that mm. Yeah, and there's all this like the middle ground where you can like obviously do the base kind of DB stuff off the the model and blah blah blah. Um, I just saw recently like a Kirschbaum. Kirschbaum, I think, has a library to like convert some of it into joins, so you can actually do joins, which is sometimes faster than the way Eloquent works. Power um, joins in certain scenarios, which is kind of interesting. Is that what it's called? Power joins? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty I cool. It... I haven't actually used it, but it looked pretty cool. Yeah. I think I think it's might I think remove they the have need to drop down. Yeah, they've got one called Power Joins, and I think Stoudemire has a couple that do something similar in terms of performance. Mm, yeah, yeah, because that's just the thing is we get in these spots where it's like you know the efficiency on a large amount of data and things like that. Like obviously the active record stuff is totally fine when you're just dealing with small stuff. It's like who cares, whatever. But sometimes it is a problem if you're dealing with millions or hundreds of millions of rows or whatever and yeah gotta have it dialed in a little bit more but um yeah so okay so eager loading limits good nice little addition i do think it's nice to have like you said if you're trying to stay in eloquent land that that um is something that's definitely gonna kick you out of eloquent land uh previously that now you can stay in all right the big ones here herd pro yeah so man? tell me i am a herd man love herd Big fan of Herd. I'll okay. set the Herd stage. Herd. Then you hit me. You hit me with Herd Pro. Uh, Herd is the. Okay. Uh, I think Herd is the first and a half. I think it's it's written by Beyond Code, which is Marcel and crew, um, yep. and it is the all-in-one Laravel development environment. So it sets up. It sets up PHP, so you don't have to have PHP on your system. You can just download Herd, and it'll handle it sets up different versions of php sets up dns masks so you can have custom domains sets up i think nginx as well um and you can do right you can have different versions of php for different uh different projects which is super nice uh built on top of valet but with like a gui and a lot of other 
a lot of other niceties. Um, So I've been using Herd for a while. Love it. No complaints. Works every time. Herd Pro is what? What have you seen so far? Herd Pro is uh, looks really good. It's um, a nice little addition. I think the main thing is like Beyond Code, uh, who is like the most productive. I don't know how developers are this productive. Like I I have one app. It's taken me 20 years (laughs) to get this far with it. And like I'm trying to work on a new version of it. It's going to take me like three years to do that. Like they're just producing (laughs) apps like left and right. But okay. Anyway. Um, yeah, they also have another app that lets you like have one of those um, local email testing environments yes. where um, you know you can see how the email was sent and what it looked like, blah, blah, blah. Um, so it seems like they've kind of bundled that engine into Herd, mm-hmm. which is a super smart move. Uh, very mm-hmm. smart, I think. Um, and then it also has some other features like you can do your dump, DD dumps, um, you can mm-hmm. show them in like a native window outside the context of the app, uh, which is cool. Like I've tried using Ray, but I'm totally gotten into it i mean i own it i have it uh and i use it where i really need to but i'm still just to like go to the page break the whole page Same. with my dd dump and hit the little Same. arrows but yep. um i'll give it a shot and heard pro maybe it'll stick better there and it's got some other like debugging uh little niceties and things i think all the core stuff um i believe is all still there and unchanged so there's not like you're you know they didn't remove anything or anything like that. Like you can still yeah. just use it free and manages your PHP versions and all that. Um, but just adds this nice, some debugging stuff basically and the email stuff. And I think that, oh, and searching through logs um, as well, which is actually pretty handy. So yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah. 99 bucks. Um, I actually have a little beef with how they've set this up. Okay. This we love like, beef. Beef is content. Is like the Europeans in them. We got to get these Europeans Americanized because they okay, just sometimes me. they just get a little too nice and I don't like it. So like you pay $99 for Herd Pro or $299 okay. for Team Herd Pro and it's not a subscription. It's not auto renewing, but it's also not one time. So like, like there'll be new versions and if you don't renew manually, then you won't get the new version. And I assume it's going to tell you or whatever, but like, I just want to subscribe and never think about this again and just charge me $99 a year forever. And if I need to cancel it for some reason, whatever, then I'll go cancel it. But like, I don't want to have to go in and buy herd every year. Like, just let me buy mm-hmm. it forever uh, you know, on a subscription, not, um, you know, not a one-time price. Just let me pay $99 a year forever. That's what I want to do. So a little annoying beef there. Like I see this a lot. I think some of Spatty stuff is the same way. Like you have to go in there every year and mm-hmm. pay, like, just let me subscribe. I want to subscribe. All right, so the the on the FAQ is Herd Pro a subscription? When you buy Herd Pro, you can use all Pro features for one year. If you're happy with them, you can manually renew your license to keep advanced features, or it automatically falls back to the free version. Herd right. Pro does not re- renew automatically. I want it. I want automatic renewing. Give it to me. Okay, I see that. So this is the same as Table Plus, although I will say this is different. Perhaps this is different than Table Plus, which is mm. uh, my my database GUI of choice. Table Plus, you stay on the last version of your paid version, for right? It. Right. Which uh, that Herd Pro, also makes more Herd sense. Pro yeah. falls back to free, which is a little strange in my that opinion. That is a little strange. Yeah. Uh, this is the same pricing as Laravel Nova, which you know exerts downward pressure on the whole ecosystem, right. but. Um, <laughs> So, but I think Nova is the same way. You retain the last paid version. Right. Like you I'm can sure continue is, yeah. to use it forever just without updates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So this is a, this is a little bit, this is a little bit strange. I think Sketch was the last desktop app um, 
No, Sketch, you keep the last free version as well. ScreenFlow as well. And a lot of times uh, if you have this model, it's also that paid. like you pay then again for the next major version or, you Correct. know what I mean? It's like Not the next version year. one, Correct. you pay $99 yeah. and then whenever version two comes out, you're going to pay $99 again or $199, whatever the price is. Um, but this is like yes. basically a subscription in that like I need it to work forever and I want it to work forever and I want to pay you forever, but now I have to go in and manually pay you forever. And I just want to like just not have to do that. So yeah, table, table more- plus. Table Plus is subscription, Sketch is major version, and ScreenFlow is major major version. The major version makes yeah. sense to me. Nova is major version because you keep you retain access to the paid stuff mm. even after you stop paying, but you don't get updates. So right. yeah, I mean, from like a pure pricing perspective, ninety nine bucks is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like a no brainer. I'm just gonna go buy yeah. it. And like, I already pay for the other mail thing, so I think it's like it's, I'm kind of getting it for free essentially. So um, yeah. 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 So right. this is this is so like this is interesting to me. They've got herd.laravel.com. Right. Um so it's like, yeah, it's you know, under the it's kind of like Livewire in that regard. It's like a a, a blessed project, but not right. written by Taylor. Right. Um it's written by Beyond Code, Beyond Code.de. So Beyond Code. And what is the name of their mail thing? I can't even find I that. I can't anymore. even remember it. Um, they've got expose which is like uh in grok they've got invoker right. it's actually not listed anymore i wonder if they just killed it and rolled it uh into... oh it's called hello h-e-l-o h-e-l-o yeah like i don't see that listed on their, on their it's on software it's at the bottom but i don't know if it's like it's not listed on their bento box on the home page mm. um, it still looks like it's for sale 49 bucks yeah there you go h-e-l-o beautiful way to debug and test your emails hmm yeah, I wonder if they're um, if they're downplaying it now to get Laravel heard. Anyway, yeah, they make great better, better they make great do it, desktop stuff. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited for Herd Pro. Yeah, definitely gonna buy that. No brainer. And then the uh, kind of big announcement Taylor had was Laravel Reverb. So uh, Reverb Laravel.com. which is interesting because I've been looking around at this and the new next generation help spot stuff. Like I. We could have a whole conversation about this. I'll be curious to get your thoughts. But basically, the idea of obviously you have things we obviously chat apps would often use something yep. like this where you have a WebSocket connection and you want to be able to have instantaneous chatting. You might have notifications go out over something like this, a WebSocket mm-hmm. connected service, um, uh, which is what this is. For anybody who doesn't know, Laravel Reverb is like a web pusher.com, but open source, you run it yourself. Yep. Um, set up. And there's really not that many services that offer this in some ways. It's kind of surprising. There's like pusher.com and I think Trello mm-hmm. kind of has a thing and there's a couple open source ones. But there mm-hmm. wasn't like, I've just been looking around at this recently. I thought there would be more kind of going on and there's not really that much going on with it, which I was a little nope. bit surprised about. Um, so this is coming at a perfect time for me. But uh, yeah, I don't know. So in general, I'm, I'm looking forward to using it most likely. Although I do have a question for you about that. Before we get to that, what are your reverb kind of thoughts? Have you used this type of tool before? Yeah, we've made use of Pusher extremely heavily. I think we're on like the, you know, back at the property tax company, we're on like the $300 a month plan because we're just right. blasting it with stuff. Mm. Um, and Pusher is Pusher's awesome. And I I think I looked around at the time and there wasn't there wasn't anything compelling in like the open source self-hosted um space since yeah. then. Saketi, um, I think S O K E T I has come along, mm. and I feel like that's an open source, um, 
I think it's open source node maybe, but I think it can also run on like Cloudflare workers and stuff like that. Um, Saketi WebSocket. Let's see what their domain is. Um, Saketi.app. So it's a fast open source WebSocket server. Um, and I think this has been used somewhat heavily in the Laravel ecosystem, but I've always just opted for Pusher because it's not something I want to manage. Um, right. But this is really, uh, Reverb, Reverb is really interesting because one, I think this is like, this displays why Laravel wins and continues to win. Because if you look at like, you know, reverb.laravel.com, there's a, a box called seamless integration. And mm. it says develop with Laravel's broadcasting capabilities, which is a link deploy with Reverb's first party forge integration link yep. to forge monitor with baked in support for pulse link to pulse all ecosystem. of those things yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole freaking ecosystem the integration the deployment the monitoring everything and so now you're not like running this running this you know redheaded stepchild of a web socket server that you're like deploying right. on cloudflare workers or something and you're running you're running laravel yeah you're running yeah. laravel's thing it's in forge they say you know it's not released yet but they say you can uh you can scale horizontally using redis and it's like i just don't see why i would use anything else besides this now so right. th those are those are my initial thoughts what are having been in the market for this what do you think yeah i think that's kind of what i'm thinking about it's like i mean there still is the appeal pusher in that you know, ultimately, this is still one more thing that you are responsible for. Yeah. And in like a production environment with a small team, it's like, whatever, if that goes down, you have to remember what's going on with it and figure it out and fix it and whatever. Like, on the flip side, this is like, it seems like it's it's a pretty mature area of internet mm -hmm. development at this point. And it's not trying to do a lot here. It's like literally just passing messages around. So it's presumably fairly safe um, type of thing. But so I don't know. I, once it comes out, I'll definitely be looking at it a lot more. It's I mean, obviously being pusher compatible is super nice because it's like well, I can just switch over to pusher yep. or I can switch from pusher to this and like yep. it'll be seamless and magical, um, which is super nice. Or I can run yeah. this locally and then use pusher for production grade. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, right. Um, it is tricky because like pusher is not expensive, really. You know, it's like, yes, it can be hundreds of dollars, but like in the big scheme of like a business app, right. it's not a lot of money. So um it's not like you're saving a ton of money and you're inheriting all the responsibilities so that's the part that's right. a little bit tricky but uh you know pusher was sold kind of recently to one of these like oh. uh i forget what you call it you know like uh you know consortiums of like company that's buying up private equity, private type equity? company that's uh buying up a bunch of b2b stuff so i don't know i mean probably slash fine, and burn but, yeah right who knows like so that's a little bit little bit there that's a little bit uh, i don't know but um so in this regard though so i haven't made a final decision on what we're going to use and this obviously changes it a little bit but also what are your thoughts on i'm sort of tempted oh love it already i'm sort of tempted this, this sounds like a scheme and i no, love this a scheme. Is a scheme this is a scheme because like this is all fine but we also have all this like scalability like if if i'm deploying my app on vapor or even just really fast servers right like okay. lots of capacity very fast yeah. servers can you just get away with polling because like the polling model is very nice because it's like it's, it's nice. a regular request every time you understand the flow that's happening yep. there's no magic there's no like you missed the message and now yep. something's hate, hate off for part. somebody yep. and yep. like the chat's weird because somebody's missing yep. three messages 
It's like, no, I'm just polling. I'm polling every time. If I miss, if something breaks on the next poll, it'll just be fixed and everything yep. will be there. So I'm sort of playing with the idea of like, my needs are not such that it's going to be like, oh man, there's, you know, a hundred thousand users and they're all simultaneously sure. chatting and doing all kinds of stuff and like, okay, whatever, that's a little different. And so yes, a hundred thousand polls might require actually like mm -hmm. dedicated infrastructure and might get expensive on the polling or whatever. But if it's like, whatever, at any one time there's a hundred people or a thousand people even at the peak, like like that maybe you could just handle that with polling and maybe you can make it seamless enough if you're polling fast enough to be okay i don't know what do you think there i love a scheme love, love a scheme, scheme. Love, love a scheme. scheme i love a scheme this is not a crazy scheme not crazy, this is right? this this eliminates an entire piece of infrastructure yes. which i'm i'm good with i, I think my part. only my only requirement i think in this mm. case would be you'd have to run Laravel Octane, in my opinion, which I would be doing. Okay, so if you're yeah. if you're running Octane, and for the uninitiated, Octane keeps your entire Laravel application booted, and yep. so you know booting an entire Laravel application, PHP destroys the world and recreates it on every request. Booting Laravel can take anywhere between I don't know, what do you think, a hundred to two hundred milliseconds? Oh, uh, no, nah, nah, it's not. It's not hundred. You don't think so? No. Nah. But it's still something. It's still, still something. 20 milliseconds or whatever, yeah. 20, wow. Um, so if Octane keeps it all booted and in memory and all you do is run application logic every time, I say pull away, baby. I think that's pull. great. The only other thing I had a concern about, I think you can get around this with being smart in a few spots, is like obviously you don't want to destroy the database. Yep. Um, so like could there, I think it's the kind of thing maybe there's like a, the cache is in the middle there. So it's really yeah. mostly going against Redis, um, you know, and maybe like when it ingests, it updates the Redis cache or it clears Redis cache and then it hits the server if there's been a change, mm -hmm. whatever. There's some, we could, I feel like there's a strategy you could, you could there. Get, you could get schemey there for sure. Yeah, you could scheme there to keep the database a little bit protected from having a lot of data there. But I mean, the database has to be kind of protected either way, even if you use pusher, because like I want to log all these things regardless. And so right. there's still going to be stuff flying around potentially um, to some degree. So, all right. So I, I got the Aaron so, of approval to yes, research. So further. Here's, here's another, here's another thing you could try mm. because I, I have also felt, I have also felt a little bit of unease relying on the events coming for fear right. of, of, you know, them dropping one or me dropping one. Who knows right. who's at yeah. fault? I right. feel the same way about webhooks, honestly. Give me, a, give me yeah. an endpoint that I can, <laughs> right. give me a slash events that I can poll against. And I yeah. feel a lot, I feel a lot safer. Yeah. Um, one, one, I think strategy you could use is um, if you wanted to, if you wanted to like do a slightly smarter polling, that's not quite mm. as like brute force. You could use the WebSocket as basically a notification to poll, right? So if mm. I don't know exactly what your what your like use case is, but if nobody's chatting for thirty seconds or a minute or two minutes, you don't right. have to poll that whole time. Yeah. But you could when somebody chats, you could fire the the WebSocket that says off. something happened. I'm not telling you what it is. And right. you know, maybe you tell them or don't, but historically I've said like, I'm, I'm not telling you what has happened. You right. now need to go hit the end point. Kick that is the again. canonical source of truth yeah. that says like, give me all of the events. Because one thing I don't want to do is duplicate like who's in charge of the truth of the right. events. Yeah, and I don't, I don't want the WebSocket to be like, here's an event and me to hit the endpoint and say, here's a different event and be like, wait. Right. And try what, to merge things together. No, or no crazy. freaking yeah, way. Yeah. No. Definitely not doing that. Yeah. 
So the WebSocket just serves as a notification. It's like something has happened. It's been four and a half minutes that you weren't pounding the server asking for updates. But now now something has happened and you should ask for an update. I think I like that because I thought about doing something like a, a back off or something like that. Like, uh-huh. nothing, like right. So we're going to pull every two two seconds, then every four mm-hmm. seconds or whatever, some some back off scheme. But um, but then you still could have a delay there when someone starts Correct. back up. So, yeah, um, I like that. This is interesting. And you All could right, well, you could say you could say like at max poll every 30 seconds, even if I don't right, get a notification. A yeah. yeah. And that's no big if, deal. If the fear sure. is missing things, then you can say, well. I'm just going to do it every 30 seconds, but not every two seconds. Right. Yep. All right. I think we're back on it. I like this. This yeah, is good. It's good, right? I'll, it's a good I'll, scheme. I'll still, I like that. A little ways from actually implementing this. So probably be a, a little bit before um, yeah. I double back on how it's going, but I will uh, do that when I get there. Um, so the other, only other thing then was like, there was a couple of little things like um, being able to update your encryption Key, I saw like that things you've encrypted with the application key. Yeah. Uh, now you can rotate your application key more easily without you having to write a bunch of code to manage that. I'm not entirely clear how that I have works. No idea how they implemented that. So the the, the, the yeah yeah the use case is like you can roll your application key, but still receive values that were encrypted with a prior key, and that is really interesting very useful because right historically you'd roll your key and i think everything gets invalidated like everybody gets logged out everything every payload that is out there is no longer useful it's like it really is kind of like a a nuclear option but now they're saying you can just roll it and it'll be graceful i guess i don't know i'm unclear a little bit uh it'll be interesting to see after this to dig in when they have docs and stuff because it's not clear to me if you just have both keys on there and it's just doing it live it's like oh i can't decrypt this let me try the old key i kind of think that's how it almost has to be right because like it doesn't proactively know everywhere i've used the encrypt functionality right so like um i assume it's doing that but yeah i think that was really cool because that's definitely a thing that comes up um, or if you have some type of incident and you want to roll your keys, yeah. go, like you could just do it instead of it being like a whole, now we got to construct a bunch right. of scripts to update everything that we have encrypted on a file or wherever. Um, like a signed URL that's been sent out in an email. Or something like, like that. You're never right. going to get, you're never going right. to get <laughs> access to that. that. It's in their right. inbox. Yeah. Just dead. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's really cool. Um, yeah. I don't know whether other stuff you saw that you wanted to touch on here. I mean, there was a lot in there. No, I don't think so. I think one talk I'll want to watch um, when it comes out is Jess did a deep dive on the yes. Pulse database architecture stuff, which I'm really interested I've in that. poked around with, and I just want to hear her talk about it. She's she's so smart, um, yeah, and that's such that's a good really cool. code base that I just want to hear her talk about it. But yeah, beyond that, not not yet. I'll probably watch all the talks when they come out. I know Daniel did another one on uh, event sourcing with his new verbs package, which... I think the ultimate test for that package is going to be, does it make me want to use event sourcing? Because I just don't want to do <laughs> it. It, it just, it just seems, so I just don't want to do like, it. I just never am like, this is the, this is the project where I'm going to like take this no, on. And same. it's just like, uh, it just doesn't happen. But I do no. in theory, sort of like some of the ideas around the, all the different methodologies that you hear about. You're like, Oh, that's cool. But then it's like, Oh, I can just do it the regular Laravel way. And like, yeah, everybody knows exactly. how it works. And you know, it's fine and it yeah, works and it's good. So he, he has good taste and he's he's set a high bar for this package. So we'll see if yeah. I look at it and I'm like, yeah, let's do some event sourcing. 
Um, that seemed like it takes take some of the rough edges off and simplifies some so. of the, like terminology and stuff around. Some of the freaking terminology, aggregate roots and projections. I'm like, no, right, the no there's no, there's no chance. Yes, there's stuff. no chance yeah. I'm doing an aggregate route. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man. So. Yeah, I'll be excited to watch these talks. It seems like there were some good ones. Um, and then I guess they have one more day tomorrow, right? So there'll be some more stuff I think so. uh, happening. Yeah. So, all right, man. Well, Sounds good. I think we covered a lot here today. Yeah. A lot of technical. A lot of technical. We got personal. I think it's a 50-50 episode. We got yeah, we hit the woo tab. hard at the beginning. We got some meditation in. We got That's some right. Laravel tech specs in. We got That's we got right. it all covered. All your bases. One-stop what shopping. More, what more could you want from us, people? That's it. <laughs> We're giving you everything we got here. That's right. Um, all right. Thanks a lot, uh, Aaron. Thanks a lot, everybody. Follow us at uh, mostlytechnical.com, mostlytechpod. Uh, mostly technical podcast at gmail.com we do read it or at least i read it someday we'll mm. get aaron to read it someday um, when he's got less going on we'll get yeah. him in there uh but thanks a lot everybody and uh see you probably next week